Okay, here we are. Welcome to our Leeds FYM. We've um, created an exceptional... Hang on, wait there. Here you are. Pinky. Yes, we're both alcoholics now. We're toasting. Mm. What's quite an exciting day. Leeds United have a brand new manager. And you've got a brand new baby, Stu. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, we'll talk about that later, maybe, but... No, 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 I want to say my thing. Go on, say your thing. Oh, here you go. Right, so Simon knocked on my door and declared that he had something to say, but he didn't say it there and then like a normal person. He had to come in, take his shoes off, get sat down, ask me how the weather was. And now here's his thing. Distinguished like a father, sexy like a daddy. Right. Legion and I got a brand new manager. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You saved up that. I've been working on that for about an hour. Mm. Mm. Um, we, we don't have to go into the details, but mm. congratulations. I think yeah. there's something there's something of the new that's going about. My suggestion is this, <laughs> that we spend a good portion of this podcast thinking back to our favourite Marcello Bielsa moments. Mm. We're not backwards looking, mm. but that man has been incredible. I have suggested that he is now the third member of the Holy Trinity. The Father, Reevy. The Holy Spirit, Wilkinson. Okay. The Son. What, um, yeah, I get where this is going. Bielsa. Um, who do you think is the best Leeds manager ever and why? Reevy. Why? Sorry, I'm him. He, <laughs> I think everyone can tell. I think particularly those who have got earphones on at the moment. <laughs> it's not so much ASMR. What? What's no, the, what's, no, 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 no. What is the opposite of ASMR? Um, Flagellation. Someone, no, someone, someone popping a penis in your ear. <laughs> yeah, that, that that is the equivalent mm, of mm, what's going mm, on mm. right now. You're, you're stuffing an onion laden, <laughs> cheesy pizza into your mouth. Delicious. I, I think our best manager is Ruivi. Because I, he, 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 truly, he truly put us onto the map, though, mate. i got a problem with that, and I'll tell you why. Because. You love Heckenbottom. Because Hockaday gets me stiff. No, um. The Waterman. <laughs> because I am not so proud as to admit, been a Leeds fan now for 30 years. So I think it's interesting that you leave O'Leary out of it. Because some people would argue. O'Leary has been more significant than Bielsa. O'Leary took us to a promised land that we never thought we'd get to. Yay or nay? Yay or nay? Don't postulate on that. Say yes or no. Yes. <laughs> he had an amazing first 11. None of us thought were possible at the time. I remember. Yay or nay? He brought youth through. Yeah. He made us play in competitions and in a way that we didn't think possible at the time. Whether that's luck or judgment, at the time, I remember thinking he was genius. Now I realise that you've only got 11 good players on the pitch and then told them, like, keep your structure. Have we moved away from the Trinity and are we entering the territory of a pantheon? <laughs> <laughs> we're into a murder. Oh, we're into a murder. <laughs> murder of Leeds managers. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, I'm with you. I, no, you you've I'm, convinced I'm, I'm, me. I'm not saying that's the truth. What I'm saying is... No, you've convinced me. I, I that was, O'Leary was my manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a lot of bo- bollocks going around on Twitter saying that the only reason that people get carried away with Bielsa, oh, this is oniony. The only reason people get um, carried away with Bielsa is because 
they're what they call them happy clappers or whatever. Yeah. That they've been supporting Leeds for three or four years. Yeah. Um, or they've been supporting Leeds for such a small amount of time that anything before that was just an absolute fucking joke. Yeah. Excuse my French. Yeah. I don't know why I'm swearing. Um, probably because been in a hospital all day. Yeah. And so my feeling is <clears throat> that... Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's that level of sort of yeah, verbosity, verbosity mm. erudite insight that, that literally fives of people tune in for. How have you been? Okay, I know. I, let me just open a question. How have you been in regards to the narrative surrounding Bielsa that he did nothing wrong and he was at this and that and the other and we're lost without him and this new fellow's low-volt crap and will never live up to him? Oh, well, yeah. I, 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 do you buy into that or do you think to yourself and this, um, this is just football or do you think to yourself Bielsa did something different but his time was up or do you think we should have stayed with Bielsa and we're now down nine out of ten chairman <laughs> would have sacked Bielsa before mm. Radziani has no. what's hilarious what, what I find hilarious about all this is fans thinking they know the inner workings of our club mm. are Kinnear didn't want anything of it. It was all water. Mm. Oh, it's the Americans. It's the 49ers. You know, all of that. You don't know. We've got 43 listeners. We're down to about 39 now. Well, I want to move it down even further. Okay. Don't have a clue. Listen, our results have, have not been bad. They've been truly dreadful. My worry and my concern is... Bielsa was a known quantity in terms of he was able to maximise the players that we have. Mm-hmm. But you, more than anyone else mm-hmm. I know, mm-hmm. who's pro-Bielsa, mm-hmm. and you, you are pro-Bielsa, mm-hmm. before we lose any more... I'm Bielsa positive. You are Bielsa positive. I did a test. Yeah. I peed on a stick. And it came back, Bielsa positive. Big picture of his face mm-hmm. on that second line. Mm. You you were saying, and you have said, his inflexibility... You were saying this when we were in the Championship. Right. His inflexibility will be the end of him. Mm. So, look, we can't pretend like we all know loads about this Marsh guy. I've been watching every single tactical analysis video mm. about him right. uh, as, as, as much as I can. Mm. Um, so, I watched three videos. <laughs> um, and actually, what, what's interesting and what's come up with it is... He, he's not Bielsa light. And we can't... We can't Time with the bush had been like, you know, if we'd have got Corboran in, mm. it would have been like, well, yeah, we've got the disciple of the master. So, what? How's the disciple going to do a better job when the master's failed? People are saying that about this fellow. Yeah, no, but the thing is, like, he he mentions he mentions Bielsa in some of his when he does like seminars and stuff. This guy, mm-hmm. um, which let's start state that as a as a concept is is fairly good. If you've got um, a coach or a manager that's that's giving seminars about their particular tactics it's not hocker day it, it's not hecking bottom i want you to leave them alone now i don't want to leave them alone it, it's not you know it's not even hodgson really like it's it's someone who has got i think the tenants the key tenants of bielsa's um philosophy mm but I think has a level of flexibility that's slightly different. And there are key points of difference. Let me ask you this. Two things. And you can give me one answer. So that... I'm going to kill two birds with one question. Yep. Oh, you've got to stop doing that, mate. Well, it's the drink. 
No, I mean, the thing is, like, the poor little... All right, we've lost another 10. The thing is... <laughs> they tune in for this with game 10. <laughs> the, poor, the poor listeners, like, particularly those on earphones, they'll be listening you. to you smacking your lips let together. You, let me tell you something, let me tell you something. If... What I would say is this... Like a Roman vomitorium. Uh, no no matter, you just... You can't, where's he coming no from? Matter, no matter what happens today, we'll there's one more listener that's been born today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but listen. I already voted for Brexit. Yeah. I've <laughs> got two questions got two questions these are the pertinent questions these, the, you know if Leeds United fans listen to this will go right I'm tuning in I'm ready to go he's going to answer my questions these are the only two questions that matter number one is it different enough and number two will it work in the time given I, to be honest with you anything past one word answers I zone out yes <laughs> No, go on, go on. Is it different enough? Or will it just be my slight prediction, which will be people going, fucking hell, this is like a fucking shit in the world. And that translated was, this is just the same shit that Bielsa did. Yeah. The angry people, the people that we know that maybe one or two are listening to this going, "Um, I like Bielsa, but he had to go. So will it be decipherable enough to the naked eye to go, yep, this is completely different? And and then and when it then create results. You know what? What's really interesting is I think yeah. I think uh, you you you've held a boat there, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Held uh, it in because I, I thought it was unprofessional. And I appreciate you can't walk, <laughs> yeah. yeah. walk around. Listen, I've burnt my way through interviews. Yeah, I've burnt my way through funerals. Yeah, and people. You won't be, you've no, prepped no, yourself for a funeral. Seriously. <laughs> well, I remember one time I stopped a funeral <laughs> because of the stench. Uh, 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 and you know you, you don't know something don't you? people look down on that I was never invited to that funeral again no. oh. that funeral was a one time thing and I was never back, invited back and I thought well if you're going to be like that forget it I won't come again and then people told me that funerals are just a one time thing and I was alright with it but I did withhold a burp give the answers to the question let me tell you what I said to our third appendage Jim on our podcast WhatsApp yep. chat. Go on. Because I was pretty pleased with myself, with what I said. I said this. It's an evolution of style, not a clone carbon copy of style. Evolve or die. He's similar to Bielsa. Evolution, not revolution. But more pragmatic. Evolve, not re- revolve. He's less of an ideologue... But he's still an ideologue. An ideologue? What's that, like an idiot? Liam Cooper will not be the club captain next season. Oof. Harrison... Did you, see, you see the video today of him meeting the players? Yeah. There was a bit, I'm not being funny, I scored from 1 to 10, like, better player, don't need to be as warm, to all the way to the worst player. Oh, oh yeah. To, uh, what, you talking about me? Uh, sure. what, and I'm not being funny, but I'm not funny. I, I'm, I'm not casting aspersions on people's ability or whether I like them or whatever, but... Um, Calvin Phillips was like alright and then that was about it no 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 Cal- Calvin Phillips he did a bit of a lean Cal- back Cal- Cal- Calvin Phillips has seen his dad kicked out of the house mm. and his stepdad has just come in mm. wearing shorts and t-shirt <laughs> and, and has helped himself to food from the fridge yeah, and, he, he, and he goes you alright yeah. yeah toilet's upstairs type thing you know that? Yeah. there was a bit with Liam Cooper and he was like doing the kind of like 
clenching fire with his hands, yeah. kind of like mid-air. And then I saw him talking, this Marsh fella, was talking to somebody else, I think he was talking to Dallas, and he just saw Liam Cooper lunge between them, like, what, are you talking about me, are you? Oh, can we yeah. have a conversation? Oh, called Captain, called yeah. Captain, called Captain. one thing that was interesting, uh, when he spoke to Rodrigo, when he spoke to Rafinha, and when he spoke to Furpo, it was very chummy. Oh, yeah. It was very he's al- chummy. He's already spoken to them. He's already spoken to them. He's already spoken to Rafinha. Let me ask you a question. Because you've not answered the previous one, but I'm going to march on anyway. Oh, march on. Marching, Marching on, to- on together. He's not there yet. Will, is there, a, is there a, a, a cosmic, philosophical, financial, pragmatic synergy between Aronson, 49ers, Marsh? There is a financial pragmatic mm. it was always going to happen business so do you think that, that, that he's marsh so you think that it's it's a, a do you think that 49, is. you think 49 is pulling the strings well yeah because rad's rad's the curtain lifted slightly mm. rad's um rad's even alluded to the I fact that we were looking for successes at the end of summer yeah we were looking for successes for the summer Can so I ask you a question then? as much as we wanted bielsa to stay like he was he was going to be leaving this summer. That 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 to me is a, is an incredible. I got terrified with that, you know. Well, outside of outside of winning every game, do you think him being kind of got rid of early was inevitable? No, I think. I, I, or do you think he was like, say, right, okay, he ain't got a plan B, but we have. Think I like, think Marsh was always coming in this summer. Mm, I agree, um, and I I think, and that's that's a really weird thing because we're all. Begging on social media, like, please stay, please stay. Yeah. And, and, there was no, no and that explains in some ways why I think maybe we didn't invest in January because actually we want to invest in the players that Marsh is going to be playing. Um, What's the point of investing if we're in Championship? Well, no, no, I, I, I'm not saying it was the right decision, but I'm saying mm. that that could have been their, their thought process. Do you think it. after ninth last year? Talking about, talking about, just going back to what you're saying about the people seeing him in that video, is it hilarious? You've got Calvin Phillips, cold as you like, you're not my real dad, yeah. um, sort of moment behind him. Robin Cock, literally, literally pushing Phillips mm. over the edge of the staircase so that he can like have a warm handshake. It made with me think. When I was watching that, it made me think about how you talk to your manager at work. Mm. And there's that sense of like, um, you could like you'd be sitting there going, "Oh yeah, no, what a cock!" Like, look at him. You see how he's dressed today. Who wears that? Where? And he walk around the corner. Hey, here he is. All right, boys. Hey, you. And let's lift the curtain on our relationship a little bit. When I first started, we don't work together now, no. but there was a period where we did. You were my boss for a while, weren't you? Yeah. You should have heard the things I said about you. I, you, I was the only person you said them to. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> and, 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 you know, mm. and you responded surprisingly in agreement yeah. quite a lot of the time. Yeah. Like you turn around to me and go, he's the right cop that's in charge of me. I go, I know. And he's also ugly. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's got the brains... Mm. And I'll finish the sentence and go, of, of a squash rug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Merged with a chimpanzee. So no. that he, he's, I used to say, he's clever, mm. but he's not intelligent. Mm. And you'd nod. And then I remember you saying that my, my cleanliness was that similar to that of um, a discarded um, tampon on a council estate. Yeah. And, um, and I disagreed on that one because um, I was much dodgy in that. Yeah, you used condom on a council estate. And, um, and my, my pants were far more bloodstained. Mm. 
That was hilarious though with Cock, wasn't it? Like he just, just literally, literally pushing past. And I'm pretty sure Harrison was trying to look as American as possible mm. in that moment. And and I'm almost certain that although he didn't hear the audio at the point where Harrison's showing him round a little section, I'm pretty sure that Harrison put on his American accent. You know what I reckon he did? I'm gonna put this down, you know. That is worthless, but I'm gonna bet that. He replaces T's with D's. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this little place here. He said, "Little, yeah." Mm, 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 mm. You know, um, I was in New York for a time. You know, Marsh. Um, <laughs> may I call you that, Big M? <laughs> um, you know, um, there's something really about the stick-to-itiveness <laughs> that we have here. The uh, getting on ability mm. that we have mm. <laughs> uh, in this organization. Mm. Um, am I making uh, any sense to you, Marshy? And I reckon Marsh, hearing that impression, yeah. heard himself and went, You white guy! Yeah. <laughs> 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 what do you think you're doing, no, no, white guy? You look like a gypsy! <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah that, that's, I think that's verbatim what happens. Mm. The camera just didn't catch it. Or, or... Oh, Liam Cooper's in the back. Oh, I'll do an accent. I can do an accent. Yeah. I can pretend I'm from Barnsley. You want to hear my Kermit? <laughs> hey, Miss Piggy, get your minge wear. <laughs> um, I reckon, I reckon, oh, Marshy, baby. I actually don't hate him, by the way. Um, I feel utterly indifferent towards him right now. But I reckon he, he pissed around him. So when he walked in and he saw, like, um, uh, a French fan, I reckon when he saw Joffy. Oh, yeah. He just did impressions of American people. So I reckon he was like, um, um, he was like McConaughey for five minutes. He's yeah. like, maybe I do, maybe I don't. Yeah, you yeah, know, that's I exceptional. don't know what you mean. That is exceptional. Uh-huh. Uh, um, and maybe, <laughs> I'm just going to go through my Robodex. <laughs> my, my daddy makes grease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to go through my Robodex. I, I want my players to do rudding. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's like, he goes up to um, uh, pick someone else at random. Um, 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 he goes up to Messier, and Messier's like, oh, and he goes, You come to me! <laughs> <laughs> you come to me, asking Tabby and go. <laughs> I'm like, hey boy, when do you know that and go? <laughs> you like that? Yeah, I, I that's pretty that. good, isn't it? I think this guy's a comedian because I heard that he tried to speak German mm. when he was. I saw that video. Yeah. You seen that video? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like. Amazing. It's like. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And it's like, guys, we've got to get with it. G- German's your mother tongue, is it? Yeah. Um, I have mother tongues from Germans before, yes. <laughs> um, but, um, <laughs> and he's like, schnell, schnell. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> and he's like, hey, guys, we've got to move forward. we got to stick together. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just realised that was screaming, and this, this microphone is not going to take that. No, that's, that, that's what you've already. Anybody Can I do the rest of, the, of this recording as Al Pacino? Ask me any question about Leeds United as Al Pacino and I, and I can answer it. And it will be like I'm not here. What's your favourite kit? Oh, well, you come to me and you say, hey, I like the white. And then I say to you, hey, kid. That's a bit racist, man. I like the white like you. <laughs> One thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> German again. No, 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 because hey, listen, I, I study it. I study it. I study it. And he does, that, does, that is what it sounds like. And you're going to say he doesn't. You just want it. Here we see a, a master of his craft. Just. I like blue. Yeah. 
If, I like the blue. There's no method to this. No. There's just pure genius. And I have been spending the last week being Al Pacino, because I'm a method actor. Yeah, yeah. So I was at the yeah. bar today going, where's this kid coming from? <laughs> hey, he don't look like me. Who is this kid belong to? Huh? Do you think when he went up to... <laughs> Think when he went up to Rodrigo, he went, Shit, hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he went to Rodrigo and goes, I you, know nothing. You're going to play the football yeah. for yeah. us. You take the That's ball Italian. and put it in the net. You put it in the ball and take it in the net. We're sophisticated people, mate. Yeah. Well, you say this, but I'm asking myself, what is the real meaning of sophisticated? I've been here a long time. What was your favourite Marcello Bielsa memory? As Al Pacino. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, don't I reckon the goal against Villa. <laughs> I, <don't>, I, <laughs> I reckon when he says to the players, "Give it a goal, give it a goal." <laughs> and my favourite, my I said this today on Twitter when someone asked me, um, "Is the Villa- all right, big shot?" Well, so, <laughs> my big shot. We've been, uh, we've been racking some serious numbers lately. Um, you have. You you lo- <laughs> about two months into this podcast starting, you locked me out of our Twitter account. Because I think I made a sum total of about two tweets. <laughs> yeah. And each time, the quality and engagement yeah. just dropped huge. Because you're the hockey day of tweeting. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand social media. I, um, I, the Villa game for me would always be... It's alright. The Villa game for me would always be the pinnacle of what Marcelo would be able to go. I remember watching it. I remember speaking to you the next day on the phone and saying, we've got to do a podcast. And we did this whole stream of justice, philosophy, yeah. fairness, equity. When we actually treated our listeners with some level of respect and dignity. Yeah. And for me, what's interesting about that is that I think that moment's vilified by a lot of people. Thank you. Oh, I'm here awake. <laughs> um, I think some people see that as a weak moment. I think some people say, oh... No, no. Well, the crowd did on the day. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I, I'm for me, for me, that justified our, our podcast. Sorry, I'm currently in the situation of where I'm so bilious that I cannot believe <laughs> I'm drinking. I've had pizza. I've had look at all the pizza I've had. I've had I'm drinking, and I, I, about every tenth word, the gas just <laughs> rears. And you should be really happy that your face is not currently the cushion that I'm sitting on. Oh, let's man. just say that. That's um, disgusting. I've had a long, hard day. So you have you. I haven't. Someone else has. <laughs> no, yeah, your wife um, has. <laughs> so, um, I, I, for me, that Villa game was everything. It was it was what we stood for as a club. It was all of the, what you might label, vacuous moments kind of made real. So, the picking up lit on the side of the M1, blah, blah, blah. It feels, I know that's who he is, but at the time it felt showmanship-like. It felt a little bit like, hey, look who I am, look how I'm different. And then, what's important is, it happened on the field. It wasn't something out away from football. It was football. And all of a sudden, there was this moment where I was a bit Pontus Janssen, I was a bit Berardi. Yeah. You know, I, I, Berardi, you know, when he grabs him and kind of goes, yeah. you do what, you, what you're told. Yeah. And then, but I was also Pontus Janssen at the time going, no, I don't give a goal away. Yeah. And then I realised my utter naivety and stupidity in the face of that moment was that he knew better than all of us. Yeah. He knew better than all of us. And winning without fairness, or at least um, what is seen within the kind of... Um, simulation of fairness hmm. um, it's not worth winning at all it's not worth winning at all and that's why and the bones of Leeds United are so precious that's why the last 48 hours of Leeds United have been so horrific because 
He changed literally the girders that hold the stadium, stadium up, as far as I'm concerned. He, he, he's unique in that, isn't he? That, that I don't think there's any other manager in world football, really, who could lose so badly the games that we've lost, get fired, and actually still People have... protest. The, the adulation and the love of the fans, and quite rightly so. Because he created a long-term mindset. Yeah. He realised that... I did another tweet today about when Rads came out and said, oh, you know, we couldn't do anything else by the rest of it. I just said in, my, in this tweet, kind of like, oh, you can't be Bielsa and survive. Yeah. He is a unicorn for a reason. There's no one else like him for a reason because yeah. people have sh- very short shrift for, um, for that mentality. And Rads and... Every arsehole chairman in this country <clears throat> is not interested in, in a moral compass, not interested in, no. in equity of experience, no. not interested in... So in a game where you pay someone 400 grand a week and they can't be bothered to kick a ball around at any kind of level of um, ability on a Saturday because they were ju- just a bit miffed and you haven't pandered to the most of it, be also can't exist within that world. No. So in a way, the defeat, the failure, however you want to call it, was always coming. That's why you said, like before... That last season, I said it would be his undoing. That isn't me having slagging him off. That's me saying he's working in a crooked system. That is me saying the guy on the shop floor yeah. is going to get shafted by the manager. Of course, he's going to get shafted by the manager. That's how life works. Um, he's not right, but what he did for us is he said, Don't worry about the next three points. Don't worry about how many shirts we sell. Don't worry about whether we're going to get his big name in. Worry more about how we feel as a community. Worry more about the fact that there's a moral backbone. Worry more about the fact that I'm developing people and creating a team that you can be proud of. I don't know how 15 of the the, of the, the teams in the Premier League, I don't know how their fans can be genuinely proud of them. I'm looking at what's happening at Newcastle in a minute. and I mean, no, I, I don't really like Newcastle, but fair play to them, they're doing what they're doing. But Newcastle fans are walking around like <clears throat> they've just won something. And... I don't think they've won in any metric that you look no. at. So they've bought some three points. Mm. Well done. Um, <clears throat> they're now turning into another club, another club that's just, you know, on that family tree of, um, let's face it, entitlement and the rest of it. They're going to be unviewable in the next few years. Yeah. Um, but safe. But safe, yeah, Absolutely. And, and they'll flip from one manager to the next. I'm sure they'll get some managers in where people go, can you believe that person's managing Newcastle? Yeah. Because they just managed Real Madrid, because they just managed Barcelona. And it'll be a merry-go-round, and one season they'll finish fourth, next season they'll finish tenth, fourth, tenth, fourth, tenth, and that's how it'll go. Um, Marcelo Bielsa, for me, um, he, he made me want to like football again. I've always loved football, I've never liked it. Yeah, that's a great shot. You know, and, and, and he made me want to like it. He made me look at players that I knew that were earning my yearly wage in a week. Mm. And he made me say, they're real people. Mm. They've got families. They've got backbones. I see them in hospitals. I see them at the side of the motorway picking up rubbish. I see them reaching out. I see them talking to fans. And at the root of everything he does, and again, maybe it speaks to me as a public servant, but at the root of everything he does was about serving the public. And he made it very clear that football's all very good and well, and it's got a fancy side, it's got a tactical side, but at the very root of it, football is there as a service to make ordinary people feel good about themselves. And that's why he'll be a loss. And I don't care if this fella comes in and wins everything and we finish 10th the season. Because 
it will come under the umbrella of pragmatist um, football guy that other football managers kind of talk about in terms of like, oh yeah, it's very sensible, is this, that and the other. You know, it won't come at that human at that human um, integration and engagement with others outside of football. The, the, for me, the Goldlock zone, as you often refer to it, was that moment when we were winning or drawing every single week and the fans were loving it and Bielsa was talking to us. For me, that kind of feedback loop of just feel good. The results felt secondary at points. Mm. I was like, we won at the weekend, but who cares? Because Marcelo Bielsa just spoke to someone's sick, sick mum in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we won at the weekend. Who cares? Because half the first team are down at a children's hospital giving them presents. Yeah, Bielsa's been outside of a sweet <clears throat> shop in his tracksuit. Yeah, He's been at Morrison's. <clears throat> yeah. He's, he went to a formal dinner <laughs> yeah. and there were a picture of 75 people all in the most expensive trucks you can buy. And you know that he saw it as a, a real impingement upon his... He was know, told that he contractually had to go. Yeah. And so he said, fine, I'll be there. So he sat there in his unibet. Um, kind of Trust, and, and on the way out, you know that he was there for 45 minutes. You know he didn't eat anything or if he did, he scoffed it down. And he was back out and he was, um, he was planning for the next match. But on top of all of it, it's the humanity. For me, like there's human moments that have left him really vulnerable and really open to persecution from non-Leeds fans. The famous, the famous picture in the tunnel of him, oh. you know, like stooped down in defeat, knowing that West he, Brom, I think that was, wasn't yeah. it? Um, him openly <clears> saying <throat> that he's, you know, slept in the changing room or, or whatever, you know, when he kind of like. It's kind of a bizarre story, but when he kind of strips off and kind of... <laughs> and, you know, it's real flagellatory kind of like behaviour. But the thing was, the thing that I will miss, and I know for a fact won't exist, I don't know who this new manager is particularly, I don't know, I don't know what he values, I don't know what's, what, what, what he's good for, but what I do know is this, is that when Leeds lost under Bielsa, Bielsa felt it harder than I did. Yeah, that's a fair and point. that's the point. And I would have a crap half of the week and go, hey, there's always next Saturday. Whereas you know damn fine that up to half an hour before the match, the next time around, he was thinking, we should have made that pass, we should have made that shot, we should have done this. And those results recently have been awful for me, personally. Awful for you, awful for all these fans. But that, that, that sentiment of trust the process, trust the process. We would have got them in. I'm telling you now, this new manager, I will make a prediction. You know how famous my predictions are, Strusadamus. Strusadamus. Okay. Here is my prediction. Master of time and space. A phenomenon. And let me do the music. Yeah. Mm. Here am I. Strusadamus. Strusadamus. Yeah. Here is my prediction. Yep. This new manager will come in. You've just soiled yourself, haven't you? I've just defecated. He, he might get a draw against Leicester. He, in the next five matches, he will get two wins, two draws, and a loss. And everyone will say, We told you so. Bielsa would have got to five defeats or whatever. And I'm telling you now, we all know this. Anybody that builds a foundation, anybody that gets to a pinnacle, there's always a turning point. And I looked at the results for this time last year, this time two years ago, this time three years ago. We always have a crap run of results at this time of year with Marcelo Bielsa. Always. Every single season at this time of year. And so my feeling is... This and then he calls it back. This new guy will be lauded as like the saviour of Leeds United. We'll finish on 42 points or something like that. And everyone will go, told you so, Bielsa was, uh, was a husband. And all those naysayers will have their, like, like their day in the sun. Um, 
And the rest of us will be left there to scratch our head saying maybe he would have done it, maybe he wouldn't have. I've got no doubt that if Bielsa was still in charge, we'd finish the season on 40, 42, 43 points. I've got no doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind whatsoever. You don't see any sense of value added with this guy? Maybe it's the future. I mean, if Bielsa was leaving in the summer anyway, then maybe this is really true. Do you not find that terrifying? And, and actually, in some ways, so illuminating about how little we know as fans. That... Just that little. I don't think he realised. I, I got the sense that like that Radziani Radziani video was yeah. like a hostage video. Uh, it was like a hostage video. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, he was sort of looking really uncomfortable at the camera, and they they they'd clearly set up like that other camera on the other side of the uh, uh, you know to make it look a little bit more cool. But well, this was this was the last minute. He was he was speaking in his second language. Yep. Or third language, or maybe fourth, because he's a lot more clever than we are. Um, you maybe. But but off off the top of his head, it was extempore, and and that that for me was really interesting because there were a few things that came through. But for me, the really interesting one was when he just that little throwaway statement. We were already looking for successors in the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know a thing. No. In my mind. We could have lost another three or four Why games think, by six goals and Bielsa would have kept us up. Why do you think they were looking for a successor? Do you think that's because Bielsa said, I'm finished? Or do you think they said, no. he's finished? No, I think, I think, it's, I think it's the 49ers. I, I think we'll, we'll see in the summer, uh, or just come running up to the summer, we'll see the 49ers, if we remain in the Premiership. Are you dismal about the 49ers? No, I'm not dismal at all. No. Look, listen, how far away are we now from what we were? Like, I was saying this, like... You might not know an awful lot about this guy, Marsh. I don't know an awful lot about this guy, Marsh. But I can tell you this, without Marcelo Bielsa, mm. and actually without Radziani, and yeah. I'm not up his arse, I think he's, he's, he's yeah. dealt with this poorly, that, but without those two, over this period of time, yeah. we wouldn't have additional investment from, from the most um, wealthy sports franchise in the world, and in the history of sport, and also... We won't be getting a manager like Marsh. We'll be getting a Pardew. Yeah. We, we, oh, that's a good point, actually. That's a good point well made. You know, that's what I'm here for. That's a really good point, because actually, let me tell you the equivalent, and you're going to like this. So when I own my flat... Here we go. <laughs> here we go. I'm, when, re- I'm ready. So I'm when ready I own my this. flat, right, mm. yeah, I had a make-or-break situation. So the, when I own my flat, it was a situation of where it, I either move quickly, buy something that's slightly unaffordable, and then be able to move again within a couple of years, or you sit tight, and then you won't be able to buy anywhere as big. So you think, in in that sense, we've kind of gone to Bielsa as a, almost almost like as a, an intermediary buy, a little bit too expensive, He's brought us right up to that level, and then all of a sudden we're in that circuit of like we're actually we're, we're, we're looking like the, we're part of the top thirty teams in Europe yeah, that it, are looking for a manager, and the top thirty managers come to us. We're suddenly relevant. Is he a top thirty manager? Yeah, undoubtedly. Again, I don't, I know barely anything about him. Yeah, oh, I, I think he is, but he's not necessarily proven. I think again, I, I think the slight element of risk is that he's had moments of real success, but not in the top leagues. Yeah. He's been okay when he's gone to Europe, but also quite poor as well. Yeah. Um, but I think he's probably in the same place as we are. If we're being if we're being completely honest about our club, Bielsa and Radziani have put us back on the map. We are now relevant again. Yeah. And we yeah, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. we weren't relevant. Sixteenth in the championship regularly, we're not relevant. Pardew maybe not wouldn't have even stooped to come to us. Um, we are now relevant. He is a manager who is relevant. And, and, and I, I just, I, for me, we, 
Marsh is never coming to us if it's if it's not for Bielsa to be seen as Bielsa's successor. Well, I think the fact is, that you said before, like he's sitting in press conferences talking about Bielsa, he says everything, doesn't he? Yeah, it does. But he's also like he, but he's in that press conference, not on a press conference. It's in a seminar that he's running about yeah, his yeah. tactics, and like he refers to Bielsa of Leeds talking yeah, about yeah. their pressing system, and then talks about how his team pressed differently. So, okay, so listen, I'm a bit of a Luddite when it comes to football tactics. You know this. We've spoken about this before. In fact, I'm dangerously unqualified to even have a general conversation about it. Um, I'm surprised you've got the power of speech. Yes. You're not just pointing at things and grunting. No. You're just burping your way through life. Listen, mate. And you have soiled yourself. If you can't burp to something, it ain't worth having, as far as I'm concerned. Listen, talk to me, yeah, talk yeah, me through. So Bielsa was about man marking. Talk to me about Marsh and what he's about because I don't get it. He's interesting because actually there, there are similarities. So the similarities... Will it look different? I think it will look different but it, it's based on similar structures. So Will he, it matter if we don't have the right players? I think it always matters in the Premiership if you don't have the right players. But I think what we'll see, the key difference that we'll see between Marsh and Bielsa and here's my prediction. Go on. Here's my prediction. Um... Seistradamus. Prediction time. Prediction. Yeah, there we go. Um. Hang on, keep going, keep going. (laughs) I got it. That's the voice of the elders that you're hearing. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rodrigo will play... Yeah, sorry. That's the the (laughs) prolapse. Pushed a bit too hard there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Rodrigo will play a striker while Bamford is still injured. And will that bear fruit? Yes. Low-hanging fruit? Because Rodrigo is a striker. Right. Daniel James will play on the left wing. Rafinha you're basically, do, right you're basically doing my tactics here, where I look at them and go... I, I sometimes think that players come into training and they have a little card that looks like a I bank... football manager. No, no, it looks like a bank card. Yeah. And it, it just has two initials on it. Yeah. RM. I yeah. go, right, you're on the... Right, <laughs> you're right, right. right midfield. Yeah, Sunday League manager. Yeah. You know what used to mess me up on Football Manager? When someone was an RW. I remember when, oh, when, yeah. I remember when Wilcox, I used to always want to play Wilcox on yeah. Football Manager. What did you do with an RW? LW. I was yeah. like, LW? No one plays that wide, not on my team. So I used to sell them every single time. Every single, yeah. 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 Um, score, so, score against you as so well. So someone comes in, For Dan Blackburn. James goes, LM. And he goes, and Marsh is going to say, well, you're on the left midfield today, boy. Right, I think you misunderstood what the point I'm making there. No, um, go on. Marsh has slightly more football acumen than you do. So, really? So they're not, so they're not, they're not coming in with their cards. Oh, yeah, he qualified. qualified. Qualified in Scotland, do you like that? Right. Oh, really? coaching badges in Scotland. With who? It's a team in Scotland, isn't it? Like training in Scotland, isn't it? Very good. It's the devil. The devil is in the detail. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I stay away from the detail. Yeah, uh, the devil. Who wants the devil? Who wants the, who devil? Wants the devil? When... If you do, you'd make the logical conclusion, it means that zero detail, zero knowledge is in God's side. Yeah. Go, there off you go. go. <laughs> you're, you're, you're quite pleased with yourself. I'm very happy with that. Yeah, you very think you scored that. a victory there. Yeah. One nil. That's why I'm getting this out. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Take it off the pizza stew. <laughs> um, no, listen, listen. It, it, I think the difference between him and Bielsa yeah. is that may, may, maybe my predictions are just my, my wants, but. Bielsa's <laughs> this is this is where what I mean by about him being an ideologue but not as ideologic as Bielsa. Yeah. Roberts will never play for Marsh. Will he not? No. Because I tell you what, he made one hell of a handshake today. He was shaking very hard. And I tell you of course he was. He did. He did. He did a press of course conference. He, was. he did a press conference. He did a press conference. 
He sat them all in rows, front centre. Yeah, Tyler because, because Tyler... Anybody want a tea? Anybody want a tea? I'll get the teas. Yeah, it's the Emperor's new clothes. Oh, yeah. He's shaking his hand. I'm wearing clothes. <laughs> I am wearing clothes. Please, yeah. tell me I'm wearing yeah. clothes. And he's start naked. Yeah. The thing is, so Roberts will never play for Marsh. Rodrigo will play up front while Bamford is injured. Yeah. Harrison becomes a substitute again. Right, do you see Harrison making it? Like, is this one step out the door for him? I think Harrison's got a maximum of two games to to seriously be impressive. What is your take on Harrison? You used to be hot on him. I used to be hot on him. I, I, I've blown hot and cold on Harrison. You've blown Harrison? I have blown. In both zero temperatures <laughs> and in very high temperatures. There has been a variety of temperatures in which I have blown towards <laughs> Harrison. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like he's gone back to I don't know whether he's like the, the ultimate confidence player whether he is the definition of a Bielsa player in that when the machine works he is unplayable but when the yeah. machine doesn't he's dreadful but he's gone back to not being able to cross it past the first man not dribbling it past anyone yeah. lots of huff and puff lots of like oh trying to do a cross but then it Bounces off the defender, then bounces off his leg and goes yeah. out for a goal kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then you end up clapping because you go, "Oh, at least he got it down." At least he tried hard. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. I, I think if you're if you are Marsh coming in and you're looking at the raw data, and this is one of the things that Marsh is, yeah. you know, another another guy who's a very sort of out that German system, um, data driven. Daniel James is posting decent data at the moment. Like he he's Daniel James is 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 showing us some of the end product. Not all of it, some of the end product we need. So what looks at Rod- million quid? That it's by the way it, it, that's Sorry, what was that? Sorry, what was that? It's meaningless. Uh, 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 I thought you were doing you know how I did Al Pacino earlier, I thought yeah. you were doing Robert De Niro. <laughs> you know <laughs> I can't do wrong. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you did look like the elephant man for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, uh, I'm not an animal. <laughs> yeah. No, look at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, hey, you walk in here with a trunk. I'm going to feed your buns. Okay. Now, are you a man or are you an elephant? It's <laughs> <laughs> the question my, mom, my wife asks every night. <laughs> hey! Oh. Yeah. Um, but but he will look at the data. He he will see that Daniel James at the moment is actually producing. But he, like every other single person on planet Earth, apart from Bielsa, will see that Daniel James is not a striker. No, he's a winger. And and this is where I think that being an ideologue, but not as much of an ideologue as Bielsa, we might see some pragmatic decisions being made. Let so, me ask you a question. Using words, and I don't know what they mean. But sometimes my footballing brain doesn't really figure it out. Where does stoicism end and where does pragmatism begin? Won't you look at someone and say they're flaky? Well, they're, they're diametrically opposed. But, but won't you just look at someone that changes on a whim and say they're just flaky? Like if he says, oh no, that isn't working, quick change it, change the formation, put a couple of players on, or next, next game, oh that was all just a, a joke, let's put seven new players in the starting lineup. Isn't that just flaky? As opposed to pragmatic? Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, how but, will then you differ from Bielsa? Yeah, 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 no, but... I, I, yeah, 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 no. I think, I think one of the great orators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking about is, like, right, 
have a look at spectrum. Imagine that we've got a spectrum, and yeah. on one side you of the spectrum, you definitely have a spectrum. <laughs> 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 I don't know what people are thinking. Yeah, yeah. I, I wear a hat made of foil, and I think Jesus lives in my arse. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, sorry. On one end of the spectrum, <laughs> on your end of the spectrum, on one end of the spectrum, you've got you've got pure pragmatism. Yeah. And then on the other end of the spectrum... Feel free to use other managers' names in this example. Okay. Um, on one end of the spectrum, you've got pure pragmatism, Alex Ferguson. Right. On the other end of the spectrum, you've got stoicism, Bielsa. Okay. I would say Bielsa is the stoic's pinup boy. Yeah. The, the thing that you see... I imagine Bielsa... when you said that, he is completely naked, where he's back to the camera, like a tea towel around his neck, holding by both hands, and going... Is it wrong to think, because Bielsa's got a bit of a veranda over the toy shop, yeah. is it wrong to think that he's actually quite a small man? No, I think it'd be wrong to think of him like I do, which is part of like that kind of like pornographic um, uh, kind of tier, which is like old men. Yeah. It, it off yeah. with, 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 with females. He looks like one of those. And I, I've only ever treated him with respect based on it. I am always wondering what clip we're going to use yeah. to promote a podcast episode. And I think that's it. Yeah. Um, on this side, we, on, on the side of um, Alex Ferguson, and um, I, I would say... Uh, oh, I mean, a Benitez probably would be, would be there as well. Um, you've got the pragmatist approach, which is dispassionate. Yeah. Loyalty to the team not to the individual, mm. it's you are useful or you are not useful. Yeah, yeah. On the Stoic side, you've got you've got a strange sense of loyalty that's loyalty. not to the team, yeah. it's to the individual, so you, in the you, hope that the team will then benefit. Yeah. Both both have positives. And then you've got, so, like, if you put Jurgen Klopp probably more towards the Stoic. Really? Yeah, and you, you, I think, uh, but you, I would probably say... That what are you basing that on? Well, you, you look at you look at Klopp. He's he's not. A, I don't think he's anywhere near the the pole mm-hmm. where Bielsa is. Um, he's more sort of he's more where's, towards the centre ground. Guardiola. I think I think Guardiola is the ultimate pragmatist. I think he's close to. Um, he's really close. If you look at Guardiola, he'd been to one in a minute. He and and he has. Yeah, he has. Uh, you know, um, Song for a long while was like the Kante of yeah, yeah. the defensive midfielders in Europe, the moment Sergio Busquets started playing with any level of sort of fluency and Song's performances went slightly down, he was not seen of again. He played for Arsenal, for goodness sake. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, <laughs> you know, like, and, and so... so what, what, what do you think the perfect position is? Do you think it's one or the other? Do you think it's somewhere in the middle? Is the middle possible? I like my managerial appointments. Like, 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 I, like, my, like I like my... Mark politics. Yeah, I like. All some... right, <laughs> stiff as a pole. <laughs> no foreigners. <laughs> no foreigners. Yeah. No women. <laughs> I want Bamford up front, yeah. Michael Brown in the centre, yeah. Luke Ayling at the back. Yeah. None of these strikes or no. cocks. Hang on a minute. Oh, Luke Ayling, long hair. Oh, sure. oh no. Ooh, shave oh, his head. No. Shave his head or get him out. Yeah. What I want. I think I think there's I think there's space for the middle ground because listen, the the middle ground I would say is occupied at the moment by Diego Simeone. Right. Oh, really? I think some people would say that he was 
moving more towards the stoical side. Because he it's, does have... It's, it's funny because you'd say 50% of the people <laughs> would say stoic. 50% of the people would say, oh, he's a pragmatist. He's an ultimate yeah. pragmatist, yeah. which tells you he's sat in the middle. Okay. Or that half of the people are wrong. Yeah. But So actually, that doesn't work. But but I would say that he actually <laughs> sits in the, in the middle ground. Okay. And, and what's really interesting is, if you notice, like, football ebbs and flows. Yeah. There was that period of time where the only way of playing football was the fast transition from defence to yeah. attack. Then suddenly... We had the tiki taka yeah. that came in, and Gengen pressing was kind of around, but it wasn't the dominant way of sort of defending until there had to be a response to tiki taka football. Mm. And what's absolutely hilarious is that Klopp just hands down. If you look at the, if you look at him with with uh, in the Bundesliga, if you look at him in the Premiership, Klopp has always had the advantage over Guardiola um, because he's created a system specifically to deal mm. with this sort of system. The problem with what, what we get with Bielsa is when you, when you don't fight fire with fire, when you don't look at his system and try to play your way, we carve teams apart. Yeah, yeah. And, and this was my fear in some ways of us coming, uh, of us leaving the, the, the championship and, and going into the premiership was that like, actually it was like, uh, we will do all right against some teams. In our first season, we did. We'll do all right against some teams because they won't change their style. Yeah. And so you pick up strange results like 2-1 against Man City because Man City aren't going to change the way they play because of Leeds. Well, this season, everybody has changed the way they've played and, and the to is, counter it, how we've gone. It's all, it's all, the, the thing is, do you, do you want from my very, very suspiciously terrible no-knowledge position... It doesn't feel like an overhaul either. It's just a tweak. Mm. I think in the past, the, the perception has been teams have got to overhaul their current style yeah. to tackle us, and that's too, almost like too much work. Yeah. That's why Bielsa came out midweek and said, this is my team for Saturday. Yeah, Because it's like, I can't change everything in a couple of days. We're going to have to try our best to compete with them. And actually, in the, in the Championship, that was too big a task for those teams because they weren't as skilled. In the Premier League, it's an afternoon's training. Yeah. When someone does this, you do that. When someone does that, you do that. This person's going to come forward, you push them back, and then bang, 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 flood the midfield, pass the ball forward as quickly as possible, play them in their own game. And all of a sudden, what took other teams five days to get their head around, and they still didn't master it for 3pm on a Saturday, yeah. it's taken Man City, Man United, Liverpool, the rest of it, and it, down to Spurs, and even the likes of Newcastle. It's taken them an afternoon or a day to yeah. kind of say, yeah. this is what Leeds are going to do. And this is how we tackle it. And they've got the quality of player and the quality of instruction, uh, yeah, more importantly, yeah, yeah. to just come, nullify us. Thing is, have you That's noticed... what bothers me about the rest of the season because I, I feel like the quality of player is going to be a big, a, a, a big problem. No, I, I, I think there's enough, enough synergy between styles that we'll, we'll still be able to play to our strengths. Yeah. I just think we'll probably have... I think the key difference that you will see, if you are a complete layman... If you are, I mean, what? If you, How dare you? If you are an Agbonglahore level moron, oh yeah. what? Like oh yeah, but if you, you know, like knuckle dragging, yeah. like yeah. and struggling to get a sense <laughs> yeah. like not because of head injuries, just because genuinely you're not intelligent. Just because I reckon you know, in the squat that you were born in, you just fell out of of a womb yeah. and onto the floor yeah, yeah. and were kicked into the corner with the fag ends. Yeah, and then someone took Peter on you and said, "Oh, yeah. if you're that level, yeah." 
of, of intellect, and I hesitate to use that word when it comes to our bungalow. What you will see, the difference you will see, is you'll still see a high intensity game, but with players playing in different positions. Mm. So I don't think we're going to see Ailing covering at centre back. I don't think we're going to see Daniel think, James up front. Why do you think Bielsa didn't do that? Because he's a stoic. Yeah, but what I mean is, like, even a stoic will go, listen, that guy ain't going to score any goals. No, but, but but his stoicism goes beyond just the pure data of my system. It goes to, I've invested my time, my energy, I trust in you, I'm loyal to you because you're loyal to me. I think that's the Bielsa way, and it's why we love him so much. That's why we will still be talking about Bielsa in 10 years' time. Uh, those goals. I I remember the, the, in different pre-season when he first came to us, and yeah, then we yeah. tore Stoke apart in yeah, his first yeah, game yeah, yeah. and I remember thinking at that point that something, pass, something that pass still lives with me I, I'm thinking yeah that, that's part now of our DNA what's really interesting is that Marsh I think has the potential to continue that DNA what I worry about is that we're entering into a period of time where what used to be sacrosanct is no longer sacrosanct what do you mean so what made me could you be any more Scottish right now just about to open an iron brew Unbelievable. Listen, what used to... So, I look at Watford. Everton are becoming that sort of club. Yeah. I, I, I look at I look at clubs that just... Crystal Palace, um, although Hodgson's stuck around for a bit longer, just go through managers when it, when it's not really working. Yeah. West Brom, just go cycle through the managers, you know. It felt like for the first time in 16 years... Because it even happened to Grayson. I thought Grayson might be our, our sort of long-standing hope. For the first time in 16 years, it felt like we'd stepped out of that annoying carousel and we realised that actually having stability in managerial appointments was sacrosanct. Mm. What I really worry about is if we lose five games on the spin, what's to stop Rad sacking this guy as well? Do, do you know what I mean? Like, honest. Maybe. What do you mean? What do you mean? You mean you are, you are, you actually mean is what's going to stop the 49ers from sacking them? Yeah, that is what I mean. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think you might be right. I, I don't think we'll ever enter back into that Hodgson Allardyce situation. I think we're out of that. I think we're clear of that. Mm, I think we're closer to it than we have been for a long time. Let me ask you this question. A lot's been made in the past few seasons about being tired, overworked. Yeah. No, no, hold on. Don't do that. Overworked. You're better than that. You're better than that. You yeah. are better than that. No. For me, the last three or four weeks, the players genuinely look tired. I, I think they're tired. They're covering less ground. Everton outran us when we played them. Tired or demoralised? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> tomato, tomato, That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Um, no, listen, you can call it whatever you want. I, I think... Demo- okay, demoralised. You don't think they look a bit out on their feet? You don't... Like, there are moments when I've gone, I've, like, my jaw has dropped. Furpo. I, yeah, right, yeah. I, know, I know he's coming back from injury by the rest of it, but gave up running. Yeah, but he's... Do you he, think that's been demoralised or do you think that, that's a problem? I think, I think that's been demoralised. Do you think Stuart Dallas is as fit and as ready to run now as he was um, this time last year? No, because it's come out that he's been basically playing with injuries for the last okay. year. Do you think that... Um, anyone outside of Dan James, who, let's face it, is just actually getting warmed up for Leeds. Yeah, he is, yeah. <sighs> Do 
do you think anybody has an appetite for running? Is what I'm saying. You might say what, yeah, you're, but, but you, what appetite, you're saying is demoralised. Yeah, I think it's I think it's demoralised, and I think I, I think for me, and, and this is what I hope Marsh will bring. So Bielsa has transformed our club to have players playing for us who will run to hell and back for him. Hell. Rafinha yeah. runs, I think, more than all, than anyone apart from Dan James. That's remarkable because he's a flair player. Let he, me put, he, I'm going to put it right there. Squ- no, no, no. I'm going to put it right any, there. Rafinha, any, Rafinha uh, for a month has been, and, and I choose my words carefully. Demoralised. No, no. I'm gonna, I choose my words really carefully, right? Because you know, I'm a, I'm a man of, uh, uh, no, I'm a double-figured IQ man. You know this. I he has been me. absolute wank for a month. Oof. He's been all. He's been one of our worst players for a month. Steady on, mate. Sorry. There are kids listening to this. Whose kids? Your kids? No. No, no you're a better parent. No, than and this, you're awful. This is genuinely a stain on my life. The, the quality of what we inflict <laughs> yeah. on people. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm ashamed to. I'm, I'm actually glad my parents. The qualitative and quantitative quality of this is shocking. Oh uh, yeah. Like, like Rafinha's performances, but he's say. been awful for a month. No, all right, all right. Do you think? Do you think that's? Do you think that he's turned on Bielsa? Do you think that because no one just decides to go? I'm gonna tell you what. I'm been terrible for a month. Do you honestly think that he has the emotional intelligence of an eight year old? Do you think? Go, oh, I'm not having a very good time. I had a boss who once told me that I was working hard but not clever. <laughs> was it me? <laughs> <laughs> you were drunk at the time, yeah, so you yeah, wouldn't yeah. have known. Yeah, yeah. It's as you were leaving at about well, quarter past three. I was drunk. Yeah. I was drunk on a treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You were leaving for the weekend on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You checked yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't watch you. Well, the problem is, what you do is you're, work, you're working hard, but you're not working clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was late that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the usual. Um, but I think that probably describes what it being. And what I want Marsh to bring is to harness the ability and desire to to run and and seriously sprint that Bielsa's inculcated into our our team but do it cleverly and and, and what you know what I've really felt in the last sort of dreadful run that we've had Rafinha included in this we've not been clever we've we've had that chaos that we've created we've always created that chaos but notice that there was always that sense that it was chaos of our making yeah it felt like we were just as much the victims of the chaos over this last month as, as the opposition as well. And the difference then came down to the opposition had higher quality players. So at some point, that yeah, higher quality players just going to play that pass or play that... I mean, you, looked at, you look at some of the players we've been up against and they've just had a moment where they've just been like, you know, oh, oh literally I have the whole goal at my disposal. Or yeah. like, I can run through the entirety of the central midfield. Yeah. It's like... This might feel chaotic. This might have not be how I've been coached, but I'm a really damn good, talented footballer. And for sixty minutes, I've been a little bit confused. But right now, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be talented. Like what I hope that Marsh will bring is the ability to create chaos, like we have always had under Bielsa. Yeah. But return back to those ways of chaos of our own making. Right. Apart from the obvious, from the first eleven, and imagine they're all fit. Yeah. What do you think our biggest problem is? Phillips. How's that a problem? Oh, our biggest problem? I think Phillips has been missing is our biggest problem. No, 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 no. I'm talking about going forward. Going forward? So imagine they're all fit, they're all on the pitch. You walk in as a manager. What would you go? Those two, out. I, you can't be here. You've got to go. 
Okay, can or, I? Or, or whatever. Okay, so if I if I'm Marsh and I'm posting my retained list, yeah, I'm inviting certain players in to say we're going to be selling you in the summer. Mm-hmm. First of all, don't give me the obvious. Because I know what you're going to go for. You're going to go for the low-hanging fruit, aren't you? Tyler Roberts. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a given. Oh. I'm going to say to Junior Furpo. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to burp in his face. So, <laughs> you've tried the Premiership. You think it, you, you, you're you now convinced he's, he's uh, no... He's no he, he's, you heard it here first. His folks. positioning is suspect. It Honestly... What's he good at? Running forward and... and, and He's more of a winger than he is a left back. Do you like, think that Barcelona had our pants down for him? No, I don't think they had our pants down. I think he is the value that we paid for him. Yeah, okay. And, and, that, and that for me, it wasn't is, much, was it? How much was it? It was it was double feet. It's about your IQ actually. But it, 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 he would do well for us if we get demoted. But he's not a Premiership defender. He'd do well against Preston. Yeah, that, yeah, I mean that's it. He would do well against Preston. Yeah, and, and the dog botherers. <laughs> um, you don't think that the culmination of 10 good players I've invited Pert Furpo into my room following him <laughs> afterwards <laughs> that sounds like you're some kind of weird sex offender <laughs> <laughs> following him afterwards yeah. quickly on the rebound is and you're not going to like this yeah Cooper uh, the thing is a lot of people have been saying that he's he's been part of the difference and that oh Phillips and Bamford have been part of the difference Cooper's had nothing to do with it listen let's be honest Cooper's had nothing to do with it right can we all just calm down please you need to back off (laughs) after 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 Cooper's come in he's walked out crying he's gone back to Chesterfield because no one in the championship has bought him (laughs) okay do you Um, not think Harrison what do you think hang on before we move on do you not think like there's a genuine call to say we need we need a a voice on the pitch? Cause Cooper, Sorry, can I Cooper, just take, can I just Cooper take has you done back? that? Cooper has done that. Yeah, the voice on the pitch has been as he's lying on the turf as he's been turned inside and out yeah, by and a Premiership striker, and or he's fouled them in the box yeah. again. His voice on the pitch is like, "I oh, them from the fault lads." Cooper's gone for me. Harrison, Harrison, gone, gone for me. All alone out. Prove yeah. yourself somewhere else. I might take you back. Robert's gone. Naturally. He's, 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 when you call him into your office, he's brought up a tray of teas. <laughs> Do you know what I'm willing to try? To keep? Go on. Rodrigo. I'll tell you all really who's also gone. I'll tell you also who's gone. Forshaw's gone. Oh! All right. Thing is, he's been hailed as like the conquering hero. Mm. Mm. Let's, let's step back. He's been part of the team. Let's be dispassionate. Fragile. He has been invisible in a lot of these games he can pick a nice pass every so often but actually what we need in that centre is someone with presence and like he's not dictating games he's not dictating play and the reason that he's been like the conqueror through no fault of his own is because we bought no midfielders the thing is you can make these opinions without being like the devil because no you can't you can't in Leeds though can you we need not proper sport of the liar because like Liam Cooper <laughs> is Leeds through and through and if you're not you're not a Leeds fan you don't support Leeds well who the heck do I support then <laughs> yeah. no no you don't support Leeds no. alright what what okay okay with me then okay but the point is that for sure the thing is you know sometimes people say oh you're being unfair to him because you say stuff like he was owned by Pod- Podbro now, Pogba was incredible against us. He ran the whole show. Mm. There was 24 seconds where he blinked and it was two all. He ran the whole show. But there was that moment when he took the ball past... Um, 
And it, it reminded me, um, when he took the ball past Forshaw, and it reminded me of a lot of times when we played football together. <laughs> and I've stood there flat-footed, and I've literally kind of got like a cheese sandwich out my back pocket. <laughs> And check my mobile. No, I'm joking. And he's like, I've gone, right, I know what's happening here. And then I blink and then you're passed. And and it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing because then people come forward. I, again, I tweeted something and said, Pogba's run, Pogba's run this show. I keep saying his name wrong, sorry. Pogba. Pogba's run this show. Four Shores Invisible. I think I, said, I think I said, I know, I know, I know, I know. I think I said something very similar to what you said. Like, he's run the show, yeah. Four Shores Invisible. And I was going, oh, but Pogba, he won the World Cup. It's not fair to compare. That's it? the level we're playing and, at. And that's my point. That's my point. The point is that if you can't at least spar with him, then you're not Premiership standard. So I think he could go back to Middlesbrough and do a really good job. I think that he could go to a top 10 yeah. um, Championship side and do a really good job. And in fact, I think he'd be spectacular. Yeah, I, I think he'd run shows. I think he'd run the shows. Every, every Have you noticed that fans of other Premiership, and this this has been the real eye-opener for me coming back to the Premiership after 16 years, yeah. fans of the other clubs are so dispassionate about whether you've just come up or not. Yeah, yeah. They don't care whether oh, you're the shit. new club there or not. No, because we Either spent, your players are good or they're bad. We spent 12 months going... Really just come up. Oh, you're proud of yourself. And they're not. <laughs> they're not bothered they're at all. And you're like, the Premiership. They now. cast their eye over our clubs. Like we've we've got we've got Liverpool fans who are mates. We've got Man United fans. Yeah. Who exist around us? We mm. we've got you know. Spur, I know a lot of Spurs fans, West Ham fans, things like that. The, the Premiership, in some ways, is is the the least egalitarian and the most egalitarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that sort of club that says, you know you're what? Here, you got to compete. You're up here, you got to compete. I don't care if you've got a tiny budget. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if you're Burnley. Oh, oh, you got you. Uh, when when there was that thing doing the rounds where like um, Chelsea's bench was two hundred fifty million quid. Liverpool's bench was two hundred thirty million quid. They don't care. Man City's bench was X million. Quid. They don't Our care. bench was five million quid. They're like. That you should have bought a better bench. Yeah, that's exactly the problem. It's it's a sort of like, oh, your your striker's crap, isn't he? Yeah, but he only only cost uh, half a million, and he has scored five goals this season. Okay. Well, you probably should have you probably should have spent more money, and he might you might have got a striker who scored fifteen. It's like it's literally that, and it's yeah. like, and whether you've got the money or not, it doesn't matter. And and this is what the Premiership's like. Yeah. Pogba turned for sure inside and out. I've seen a lot of teams do that. And and for sure, in some ways, I think maybe a little bit like Harrison, I might be doing them a disservice. Are those players that I think when the team ticks, look fantastic, but when the team doesn't work, I think you really see their deficiencies maybe more than anyone else. Yeah. Calvin Phillips, for me, is one of those players that when the team plays badly, he's the one who's at the front holding the flag. He still looks quality. Mm-hmm. He's he, blood, sweat, and tears. You could argue that he's our only player where that's true. I'll tell you what else I'm doing. I'm, I'm saying to Rafinha, listen. <laughs> oh yeah, and we'll I'll, let, we'll I'll, let be, I'll be him. I'll be him. Okay, I'm, I'm listening. Um, shall I be the guy from America? Are you sure. You're just checking your watch. Do you want me to be or not? So I, <laughs> so I just show. Uh, yeah. No, but I just. Am I boring? You, I've, I've heard your American impression, um, and I'm just, I'm not that keen on it. I, 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 I like my Al Pacino too much. I tell you what, you be the American guy, I'll be Rafinha. I'm standing there, imagine I'm standing there and I'm... Listen. Uh. (laughs) I know you're a rich man already. How would you like a guaranteed pay rise? And, I can't do it. How would you like a guaranteed pay rise, is what I would say to him... And the option to leave if X, Y, and Z come in at this level for you, 
But that way, what you're doing is you're securing your position as probably our most important player. You've still got your exit clause to a top six club in Europe because he's of that quality. I think he is of that standard. Um, But what you're also doing at that point is you're ensuring this club that have taken a punt on you, a club that you do clearly, you are passionate about, are well taken care of when you go. Okay. There it is. And he signs. (laughs) I'm I'm looking at Xavi. Xavi. I'm looking at Xavi. I'm looking at Xavi and I'm thinking, he is a handsome man. Look at that arse. He's not aged, has he? (laughs) He take care of you. Yeah. Um, you could put him in your pocket, um, but I, I'm looking at I'm looking at him. Uh, you know, I got confused because he's managed by Deco. Rafinha is managed by Deco, uh, and, oh, yeah. and Xavi yeah, I yeah. felt was Deco sort of like yeah. understood him. Yeah, yeah. Yes, is it still coming from? I feel like I'm breathing. It's in. Um, he, I think Rafinha. I, I want to tie down Calvin. We know we'll, we'll we'll have a clause in that if we get relegated, he gets to go. Yeah. Um, and now this is the 180 degree turn from what I used to say. I'm tying Bamford down. Oh, really? Well, well, also, I'm, put, I'm playing Robin Cock in defence. I'm not playing him as a defensive midfielder anymore. Yeah, we don't need to anymore, do we? No. I, I, look, listen. New era. You've got a new baby. Bielsa. Wait. No, you've, you've zoomed ahead. Give me a 60-second breakdown of what's going to happen when we play Leicester at the weekend. We're going to lose 4-0. <laughs> well, I'm going to predict that we're going to win. <laughs> Listen, marching on together. Oh, he's already bought the T-shirt, hasn't he? <laughs> You've had his face tattooed on your back. Marching on together will be the headline. Leicester are playing crap at the moment. And like, and, and Leicester, I, I, you know... We know Leicester quite well. I think we've said it. We 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 live in Leicester, don't we? Yeah. Um, it's a nothingy place. Stick to the rugby, Leicester. Stick to the rugby, lads. Is that what you're going to shout in the stand? <laughs> Where's the rugby? Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. on the pitch. Yeah. I don't know. What I, that I, means. I think Leicester will. I've watched a lot of Leicester recently. Um, I think. They have leads like lapses yeah. where they go a whole 10 minutes away. They can't even put a pass in the If they get an early goal, we're in real trouble because Leicester, I think, are quite a confidence team at the moment. But if we if we hold out, I think we'll do all right. But I think we'll lose 4-0. 4-0? I think we'll concede really early and then it'll just get worse. Okay. I think we'll be strangely organised. And I think one thing you'll see as well, and it will get... <laughs> strangely organised. And I think... I'd I, like to be described as that. I think something will happen which will absolutely wake everyone up. Now, I'm not saying this is a good thing necessarily, but it will be a brand new feeling for the first time in four He's years. He's going to be in the dugout naked? N- no. German. What will happen is, Leicester will start pressing, and all of a sudden you'll see 11 men behind the ball for Leeds. And everyone will go, what's happening? And then you'll see Leicester attacking and getting nowhere and hitting walls of men. Mm. And then we'll reform and be a little bit more dynamic. And then, and then people will start. Re- actually, I think then people will start. I think. Going, ha- I think if you're, if you're. I, the f- I think he. I think for Marsh this weekend, if he gets a draw, is is a victory. I think. Yeah. I think any 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 manager coming in, whether it's Marsh, whether it's Allardyce, whether it's Guardiola, <laughs> whoever it is who's coming in. The number one task that you have straight away is get points. Well, no, it's not even that. It's 
sort out, sort us out defensively. Yeah. Like you sort us out defensively, you've probably got most of the crowd on your side at that point. Yeah. Like a nil nil draw will be will feel like a victory. Yeah. 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 Like I don't know why I'd say draw after that because nil nil will always be a draw. Yeah. Um, but a nil nil draw. Yeah. That's called tautology. You know that. I do now. Yeah. To. You've just you've, two exact same things repeated in different forms is in a tautology, and you just you've just fallen to the tautological um, paroxysm that is your brain. That Ironbrew has kicked in, hasn't it? I, it really has kicked in. I love Ironbrew. Your little Scottish, your little Scottish bit of uh, what is it? What is it that uh... my bot from my knee down, my right leg, Scottish. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I can't play football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely stuff. Okay, right. Prediction for the weekend then. Let's go. What are you going to say? You're saying, are you honestly saying, sitting there, look at me now, saying 4 0. I am telling you, 4 0 or 4 1. Dan James. 2 1 leads. Oh! Who's scoring? Um, Dallas. You've said it. I think. I think some of the narrative will move towards people being revitalised. So I think Rodrigo to score. Oh! And I think. Stroik Rodrigo, Rodrigo and... No, we never scored from a corner. Um, I think Rodrigo and James. And I'd, I'd like James to score. Marching on together. Rodrigo kicking a corner flag like he did before. Celebrating. People going, Leeds reborn. Under new management. And then everyone will be walking around going, Yeah. And then the phone will go. Yeah. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, who's that? Hey, it's me. I'm calling from the United States of America. And I'm going to tell you right now, Bielsa was never going to work for you. And you come here and you say to me... Does well, it sound like you think it does? I don't care. It doesn't sound like you think it does. doesn't sound like you think it does. doesn't sound like you think it does. That was my George from um, Rainbow. Peppa Pig. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was my zippy from Rainbow. Yeah, yeah, that was it, yeah. Oh, no, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, do you remember stuff? Do you remember stuff from when you were a kid? I'll tell you what I remember. What do you remember? I remember the ride that Bielsa's given us. <laughs> you, honestly, you should be on the BBC. You should be on the BBC. I reckon you would You would take any chaos that was in the air and you'd go, you'd hear a voice in your ear, seven seconds to finish, and you go... Well, I tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you what. Know. If yeah. I'm on, if I'm on the one show at any point, yeah, I think that's my destination. One. Yeah. One. Um, um, I'll, thank you, Marcello, from I lose, therefore I am. You will remain very, very close to our hearts. You have been a legend for the club. I think. What, I think. What I'd like to finish on is this. What I'd like to finish on is this. I've. I've just finished. Um, I would like to say this I've just for finished. posterity. I've just finished. You've finished. Um, You're done. I don't think, for as long as I shall live, I will live through a dynasty of ups and downs and just an overall kind of thematic brilliance of a manager. I'm prepared for the rest of my life to tell my newborn son... Um, there was a guy called Marcelo Bielsa. Yeah. I, I know one day I'll give him my Newell's old boy shirts yeah. and say to him, hey, that's got Bielsa on the back. And he'll say to me, what? And yeah. I'll go, yes, son. And I'll, he'll be 30 at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, 
And, um, and I'll have to tell him the stories and I'll tell him about Stoke and I'll tell him about Villa and I'll tell him about West Brom and I'll tell him about Man City and yeah. I'll tell him all the other things and I'll show him the reels and he will go, oh my God, X is in charge of Leeds in a minute and we're bottom of the Premier League, top of the Championship, halfway through down League One or whatever and if only I could have seen it when that was going on. The same way as we say about Revy and stuff. Yeah. And so we're now what you realise is that this sounds like rumbling bollocks, but we started on Revy and we'll end on Revy in commemoration of the great man, Marcelo Bielsa, and I salute him. That's beautiful. You misused the word dynasty, but the sentiment of what you meant was <laughs> exceptional. It's not bad, is it? I'm, doing, I'm, I'm learning as many words as possible, really. And that's why people tune in, isn't it? Weak observation... Poorly articulated. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Through, you know, kind of like, you know... An, an there, there it is. You just <laughs> proved it. You just proved it. There it is. I was actually going to say through a kind of like phonological kind of device. And so the irony is that all we have is what we say. And all, yet it's terrible. All we are is the language that we exist. <laughs> oh, I guess there is... Can I... Well, go on one last thing well, to say. Well, the final thing to say ever from Marcelo Bielsa, from our behalf, is we started this podcast... Because in, of him. Because of him. Yeah. And not because we haven't been going and being depressed by Leeds United for years and years and years, but because he made us think more widely about thinking. And so therefore, finally, this is dedicated to Marcelo Bielsa, I... Leeds. Therefore... I... Am. Oh, there we go. There I'm that... Give me a dirty sound. Richly observed. Dirty sound? Give me a naughty naughty sound. (laughs) That's the tribute you wanted. (laughs) No, it was set there on tenderhooks.